Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Adrian Chukliangi. Welcome to the St. Joseph's Capital Show, the home for faith-driven leaders and investors in pursuit of new streams of passive income through the tried and true asset class of commercial real estate. I have conversations with high performers, investors, and syndicators in the industry that are using their time, talent, and treasure to breathe life into and create eternal impacts in their communities. Our goal is to help you build relationships, learn about real estate investing and syndication, and level up one day at a time so that we can all become the best versions of ourselves. Now, let's get to the show. Receive your free access to our seven-day course, an introduction to passive real estate investing, which also includes access to our new ebook, 13 Advantages of Real Estate Syndications. Inside, you'll learn the basics of commercial real estate, how syndications can be a wiser alternative, a detailed example of forcing appreciation and increasing value on a multifamily property, and benefits of passively investing. Receive access to this course and the book by checking out the show notes or visit stjosephscapital.com. That is S-T-J-O-S-E-P-H-S-C-A-P-I-T-A-L.com to start your investment journey. This is your St. Joseph's Capital Show. I'm your host, Adrian Chukliangi. I'm so excited today. We have our guest is Tim Kelly. Welcome to the show, Tim. My man, Adrian. It's a pleasure. Let's uh, let's have some fun, man. Thanks again for having me on. Absolutely. So glad to have you, man. So Tim recently separated from the Navy as an active duty chief. His last few years in the Navy, Tim also aggressively invested in multifamily real estate projects. And now he invests in and syndicates both residential and multifamily properties with a focus on apartments, mobile home communities, and self-storage facilities. He is also now the vice president of education for the online community active duty passive income which helps mentor and educate other past and present military members on how to build wealth and own more of america and one of those members is actually me and so i'm uh super honored to have tim on the show today he's been a tremendous mentor in my life and has helped me to uh, grow as a person to learn and network as a real estate investor and yeah, just a huge impact in my life. So it's Tim, it's an honor to have you, man. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, it means a lot, dude. I've seen you grow. I've seen you just just dive in and and consume um, just the content, and education, and network. And it's it's been a it's been a pleasure to watch you uh, through your journey. And and now we're here. Now you're just opening up your your book of what you've learned and your network of who you connected with to to many more people to to pay continue to pay it forward, which is inspiring. So. Um, yeah, man, let's, let's do this. <laughs> All right, Tim. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, tell us just, you know, for our listeners a little bit about yourself uh, and your investing journey and kind of what's, what has led up to this point and where you're at now. Yeah. Like, like you said, I was in the Navy for man, 15 and a half years and around my, you know, 10 year mark, um, I was on a deployment, read a bunch of books about just personal finance. I was always more interested in just learning how to just build my own wealth and, and, you know, manage my own 
my own money and stuff and they don't teach you this stuff in school. So I always had a very big interest in this. And, you know, on that deployment, I just read a handful of books and realized, you know, real estate investing is a thing that anybody can get into. Um, so I got off that deployment and I kind of just was super curious. And I just dove in and learned all the things about real estate that I could get my hands on, possibly how people build wealth, how people make money, all the different asset classes and strategies that people use. And I kind of went horizontal across all those different concepts and strategies and ways people can, can generate passive income and build wealth. And um, then it one very much resonated with me, one concept, one strategy, one, one, you know, asset class, and that was commercial and multifamily. So apartment complexes, and then mobile home parks and, and the like. And so I kind of just honed my focus on that. I, you know, invested in my own education and invested in coaching and mentorship. And I just leaned into it. This was all out while I was active duty. Um, and so, you know, as I was, as I was learning all that, I was acquiring some small multifamily properties locally where I was, um, in, in Pensacola, uh, Florida. And then, you know, as I was going to the mobile home parks and the apartment complexes, I was always, you know, I was also partnering through syndications and joint ventures in the Midwest and Southeast. Um, and then as you know, you know, I, I just always had, this passion for helping others and coaching and, and mentoring. So then I, you know, connected with the other, the other founders and owners of active duty, passive income, uh, the incredible community, um, like you said, where we're helping other past and present members achieve financial freedom and, and build wealth by just owning more of the land they fight so hard for. Um, so as I continued to, to, to invest in, and syndicate deals, I was also helping build the curriculums and helping grow that entire community. And we could talk about that um, if you want to dive into more of what the community does. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, at this point I exited uh, just a little bit over a year ago um, at 15 and a half years, because it just didn't make sense for me to stay in the Navy anymore. I didn't, I wasn't super passionate about um, what I was doing in the Navy and I would rather have my time um, for my family and to do the things I enjoy and, and, and what I'm passionate about. Um, so yeah, man, we can take it from there and, and open it up, man. I love how you just mentioned, you know, your desire to have that uh, freedom of time to, you know, be with your family. It, it took, you know, a lot of hard work and focus, commercial real estate, you know, after you went horizontal across all different types of real estate. And I think that's such an important part of your journey because it can be so hard, you know, these days to focus on just one thing. And I think it's, you know, we all get, you know, distracted and bombarded with all the things that are going on in life, but I had to be, you know, intentional with that focus and with that pursuit of commercial multifamily, how did you hone in like that focus? And how did you know, like multifamily, large commercial real estate was the way to go? And how did you go about like honing that focus? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you kind of stopped here to open that up because it's, it's so important, man. This is what stops so many people because there's a lot to learn. If, if you have no experience in, you know, in investing or you have no idea, like, like I didn't have any idea. I just started reading some books. I'm like, wow, real estate, what? And then when you think that you just think big picture, like flipping houses or something like that, you know, just buying single family homes, maybe you rent them out, but flipping because of what's on TV and, and, and what everybody knows as real estate, but they also always hear how it's super risky and all that. So 
Um, I just invested in myself in education. So I got a really good overview of all the different ways that people could, um, could, you know, get into this awesome industry and, and make money and build wealth. Um, and so education was key for me. And, and I knew that I, I wouldn't be able to get any traction unless I invested in myself and I invested in my education. And so I, I just, I was learning about the single family and, and buying, you know, one, one home at a time. And I knew buying and holding was what I wanted to do because buying and holding creates passive income and passive income was the goal. And as much passive income as possible in the shortest period of time was my goal. And so I knew I didn't want to flip or anything like that. Cause that's earned income. You got to do a lot of work and then you, 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 you repair and rehab it. Then you sell it. You get one big, big payday um, that's highly taxed. And then that was it. There was no residual income from that. So that didn't really meet my criteria of what I was looking for. And then buying one single family home at a time, I'm like, you know, at that point it was like a hundred or maybe 200 bucks a door. I'm like, that's a lot of paperwork. That's a lot of closing. That's a lot of, it seems like just a lot of, uh, you know, rigmarole and, and, you know, just the, these things that you have to do in order to get such a small, it just wasn't, wasn't enough. I'm like, there's, there's gotta be something. So then I just kept learning more and more. And, and when I realized like commercial and multifamily, I just dove into like how that all works. And I realized how it's not really that complicated to analyze a deal. It's just, you know, you're taking the total income and the total expenses and you get your net operating income. And then you could figure out how much to pay for a large commercial property, whether it's five, a five unit community or like a 105 unit apartment complex. And it's, you know, they're all analyzed the same way. And so it just made sense because I dove into the education. I learned like it made sense. And I realized you don't need to be like a multimillionaire and, you know, in order to be an owner in these large deals and you don't need to have a whole ton of money because the most of the money that's used to buy these deals is from other people and investors and limited partners and passive investors you could just talk to. And so many of those people are looking for these types of investment opportunities. So it's all about just connecting with the right people and, and networking. And, and so I decided I'm like not going to pay attention to single family or, or, or any kind of residential real estate. Um, even though I was doing like the small multifamily, because, you know, that's just a whole, another situation you can get really good debt financing and it's still multiple doors on one roof and that was the whole goal multifamily as many doors as you can get under one roof um so then that's that's when i chose i'm like look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read any books or listen to any podcasts or or invest in any more education unless it was specifically in commercial and multifamily and that's that's what one of the biggest things i could recommend and why i'm so happy that you stopped here and, and talked about it because um you know multifamily commercial is for everybody, but for me, it made sense. And like put saying no to everything else and clearing that all and just dialing in to just this one specific asset class enabled me to be able to speak the language and talk to professionals like brokers and investors and potential partners about this stuff at somewhat of a high level, um, because that's all I focused on and that's all I learned. So now there's so much to impact there. You know, I love love that. It's, it's a huge, huge, huge component of part of investing and having that focus. And so I kind of want to ask you, because one of the goals of this show, you know, is to kind of share, uh, a fresh mindset in terms of how, you know, we as, as God believing men and women who 
want to do good and be good stewards of our financial resources, how can we shift our mindset in terms of thinking that, you know, money isn't completely evil, you know, there's so much good that can come out of it. And, and I know that, you know, your, your journey has, a, you know, a huge part in having that faith in yourself, but also in, in God as well. And so I just like you to kind of maybe share when you were initially trying to focus on multifamily, how did your faith, your interior life, your mindset play that role in in having that level of focus that you had to say multifamily is the best way that I can create that impact? Yeah, man, that's such that's such a good question. Um, and it's it's definitely loaded. There's there's a lot, there's a lot there is is that, you know, there's number one, this the stigma out there. Um, and first of all, we don't go through financial education going through school. You know, we don't learn how to manage our own money. Even people who have, you know, masters, MBAs, doctorates in, in finance, it's, it's, you know, macroeconomics or how to really manage a balance sheet for a company, not how to personally manage your own finances, you know, so you have to really take your own journey and learn that, you know, money is definitely not evil. And God wants us to live an abundant life and want, wants us to make an impact and wants us to give in big ways. Um, and you have to invest in yourself and your education in order to learn all the ways to create wealth and all the ways to give back. Right. And like most, most of the, the, the wealthy, uh, abundant minded people that I know, you know, give more than most people. Right. But a lot of people are kind of just stuck in the mindset that, you know, they just have to work. They just, that is how you make money. You just work and whatever, however much your income is or your salary is at your job that will relate to your level of success and your level of abundance. That's, you know, that's just not true. Um, and having, having faith, you know, not only, not only in God that he wants you to be a good steward of capital. And when he knows that you're ready to take on that, uh, responsibility of creating more wealth for yourself, you have to prove it to him that you're, that you are a good steward of capital and that you are going to be making a big impact that you're not just trying to just buy things and impress people that you don't even know, you know, um, it's, it's having faith in him, but having also faith in yourself. And that comes with, like you said, the mindset. And a lot of that has to do with growing as a, like personally and professionally growing, um, alongside of learning the ins and outs and, you know, the mechanics of, of how to invest and how to find deals and how to raise capital and all those, you know, all, all those things, but you have to grow individually uh, to prove to him that you are worthy of more financial abundance. And uh, it, it's, it's a personal and professional growth journey right alongside as you're learning the more, you know, more and more about investing, you're also growing as a person, because you have these goals of, of, Hey, I want to, you know, buy a hundred unit property, or I want to have, you know, $10,000 cash flow or a hundred thousand dollars a month cash flow. You have to grow into that human um, in order to accomplish those, those goals. Right. So it's, it's a journey of growth, personal, professional growth um, alongside of the financial education piece as well. I love it. Those two pieces, you know, the abundant, life and mindset, as well as personal growth, I think are just so interconnected and intertwined. You know, the man upstairs, he has this huge plan and like, he has obviously an abundant mindset. And so it's like, when we 
when we don't, we kind of limit ourselves from becoming that person that he wants us to be. And so I think it's, it's right on what you're saying about when we step into business or real estate investing or the military, whatever it is, it's like personal growth. that's going to come along with it. And it really comes down to, are we willing to be open to opportunities, you know, that are in front of us, the, the dreams and goals that we are, you know, that are burning, you know, inside our hearts. It's like, okay, am I going to grow to kind of step into this role where I can welcome, you know, concepts, mindset shifts, opportunities into my life or you know, a, a solid example for all of us on how we can have that approach with, with the abundant mindset. Um, and in growing along the journey. And I think it's, I think it's so important. And yeah. I think, you know, part of personal growth and, and success a lot, has a lot to do with, um, you know, your habits and personal habits. And you, you talk to us a lot of, you know, in the mastermind about uh, a lot of different habits and, you know, routines that kind of contribute to productivity and success. So maybe for you, how do your own habits that you use on a daily, like, how did how does that contribute to your own productivity and success? All really boils down to your habits and and you think, well, how you know, how could I grow personally and professionally? And how could I become that person that is going to be able to achieve the goals that I've set out? Um, it's it's really as simple as doing research and figuring out what the most successful and the most fulfilled people on our planet do and like what their habits are. Um, because it's no secret. It's not like, man, they, they had, they know something, you know, that we don't. And it's, that's not at all true. There's so many books out there, you know, so much literature. Uh, and now it's just so accessible um, through podcasts and YouTube, it's just figuring out what the most successful people on our planet do each day, how they spend their time, what their morning routine is, how, you know, what their faith is in themselves and their spiritual faith there. So for me, I just became obsessed with, you know, personal and professional development. And I figured out what high performers, the highest performers do as their habits. And, and for me, that and we talk about this all the time, it's how are you spending your time and how efficient are you with your time? Um, and that could start with just like, you know, the morning routine. And a lot of people um, talk about this. And, you know, there's this, there's a series of amazing books um, by Hal Elrod. And I'm actually in a mastermind with Hal. He wrote a series of books called The Miracle Morning, if you haven't heard about it. You know, and he actually did the research of what do the most successful people do in the morning? How do they spend their morning? What is their morning routine? And I know already people listen to this. Well, I'm not a morning person. Well, maybe because you don't like getting up. Maybe like, what time did you go to bed? Like, right. are you going to bed late? Is that why, you know, and, and sure, you could use that as an excuse if you want. And, and maybe some people are night owls. They just say, I, you know, and that's fine. It doesn't have to be a morning routine. It's a routine of time that you have a block of time that is totally focused um, on not, you know, no distractions at all, where you could sit there and think, and you could ask yourself some, some questions, not even very strategic questions, just just general questions. And you have your time to just go over your goals. And, you know, it's, it's those things like just reading scripture and journaling and getting your exercise in and, um, you know, have, having that time, that quiet time to think about what is most important to you. Um, you know, and if you, you have to set these goals, then you have to just analyze those goals and track and measure those goals. So, so much of it has to do with what you do, you know, the first thing in the morning, how are you setting yourself up 
um, for the day. I'm either going to run the day or the day is going to run me. And so many people just like wake up, they maybe wake up late, they wake up at the very last minute before they have to go off to work and they don't have time to get in the right mindset to think, what is most important for me? What do I have to do? How am I going to attack this day? How am I going to make sure that I run the day and the day doesn't run me? Um, and then with that comes more confidence, right? And confidence is key. And having that faith in yourself is probably number one, having the ability deep down and knowing that you could visualize those goals that you have, and then it's believable and that you believe in your heart that you could achieve those goals. And then you have the faith that you could achieve those goals is number one. And without completing tasks and then without the momentum of productivity, the productivity will equal confidence, right? You'll see, you'll start believing yourself more and more. These little baby steps that you take each day, you're going to have more confidence in yourself, more faith in yourself. And then obviously who you, who you surround yourself with each, each and every day is, has such a major impact. Time efficiency of time too, is just so important. And how, how are you using that time? And we could talk about the E to E ratio. I think that's one of the best things how you could break down how the most successful people really are using their time. Cause there's got to be some entertainment in there. There's got to be some enjoyment and some hobbies and, you know, whether it's with yourself or your family um, you can't just work, 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 you know, cause, cause you're going to get, um, you're just going to get burnt out. Um, so I know that's kind of, I went all over in all kinds of different directions, but um, does, does that help? No, absolutely. There's, there's definitely so much in there, but a lot of it is extremely helpful and will be valuable. Um, and I think productivity and completing tasks and, and getting things done, there's definitely, you know, that dopamine hit of cleaning something and knocking off your list and knowing that you're moving the needle forward. And like you said, that just, elevates your confidence in, in what you're doing and knowing that, you know, you're moving forward and you're not stagnant and you're not moving backward. But also on the same note, you mentioned like that E to E ratio, we can, uh, you know, implement those, that family time, we can implement time for rest as well as, you know, the time to, to move the needle forward. So I think that's extremely important. So thank you for that. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's really all about action, dude. If you're sitting there and you're, you know, paralyzed by just thinking, oh, what do I do now? I don't know what to do. You know, you just have to take action. And then really bottom line, you you have to understand that it's the line to success is definitely not like this. It's like kind of like that you, you struggle, you, there's failures, there's obstacles and, but it's a continual movement of taking Taking action and learning from from your mistakes and understanding failure is part, uh, you know, of the uh, of the process. And I don't even like using the term failure. It's all about you either you either you know win and succeed or you learn, right? And that's just a success habit, success mindset, and understanding that failure is you know part of part of your journey to success. But I don't even like using that word because that right that failure is just has a you know negative connotation it brings people down it's more of a burden it's like a weight on your shoulders oh i'm failing no you're learning so it's like an uplift of now i'm actually able to go to the next level because i have more confidence i have more lessons learned and again it's all about action whether you learn or whether you win um either one there's no failure you know you're moving in the right direction either way because you're taking action all right, Sam, well, how are you using your real estate investing business to create impact on your life, your family and your community? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that that intrigued me, you know, it, instead of 
investing in one single family home, you know, that creates one or two or whatever, $300 per month in cash flow, if the number's right, and if it's, if it's finance right, and if it's, if it's managed properly, you're truly providing clean, safe, affordable, and, and functional housing. Right. And I don't want to, you know, start diving into the tax code and all that. But just to give you an idea of how that alone, even one door, you're making an impact. The government will incentivize people who create housing and create jobs by significantly reducing your taxes. Um, so our, our government alone sees that as a huge impact because they're not very good at doing it. Right. Our government cannot provide housing and provide jobs. Um, So they incentivize the people who could figure that out and and do it. And so if I could do that with a hundred units, you know, that's more of an impact. That's not only is it more, more cash flow and more abundance and the result, the reason why you're creating cash flow and abundance is because you're making an impact. It's because you're providing this clean, the safe, affordable, and, and functional housing for lots of people under one roof. And many people don't, don't see that. They, I'm not only able to create great housing and change communities, but you're also at the same time offering investors the returns that they're looking for. So you're serving investors and you're providing investors a high quality investment and you're providing all these residents and your tenants with clean, safe, affordable housing. Um, but you're also creating abundance, which then is given back and um, also changes lives in different ways. But a- as you know, I'm also educating people every day how to do this. So just, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast, even if they get one good idea, which which helps them kind of get inspired to move and take action in one little direction, maybe read one book or maybe submit an offer or wherever they're at. Um, that is enables those people also to make an impact. So um, there's so many ways to give back, man. And that's, that's what's super inspiring because it's, it's not about me. It's about helping other people understand this people that I could actually connect with and that I could um, inspire through. And now there's no better way through technology, through podcasts and all this and through our community um, that that's where it's, it's more important and more inspiring. And that's what motivates me to get up every day. So awesome, Tim. I mean, you brought up so many good points there too. family real estate investing on the, on the commercial side. It's like, there's so many ways to, to serve and to create impact, whether it's with your tenants and really honoring their, the sacred space of their home and where they, you know, raise their families or whether it's with investors and giving them great returns or whether it's with your business partners and just creating that synergy and creating something bigger than yourself, as well as your country. Like you mentioned, you know, you, you're really doing a service for the nation and, and our economy because you're allocating capital into something that's going to produce. And, you know, it's definitely evident in your work and the person that you are, that you have that servant heart, especially, you know, with active duty, passive income. Uh, community and what you and your team have created, you know, so many people within the multifamily mastermind and with Operation Adam and everyone's receiving abundance, you know, that you guys have created in there. So I just want to first off, just say thank you, you know, for, for what you're doing. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just an honor. Thanks, man. Tim, well, uh, what targets do you have on your, your three and six month horizon? Right now, just personal and, and, you know, family standpoint, it, it is, starting to have some babies. Uh, one of the reasons why I got out of nice of the military is because uh, my wife and I and 
we're ready to start growing our family. And uh, that's, that's, that's number one. I just cannot wait to be a dad and I cannot wait to share all the things that I've learned with my, with my future kiddos. So that's, that's probably number one that is most important to me. And um, from an investing side, there's a lot of opportunities right now in RV parks. Obviously there's a lot of opportunities everywhere, but where, where you and I are living, you know, in the panhandle in Florida and on the border of Florida and Alabama, even on the Alabama side, there's, you know, you have orange beach and Gulf shores and Foley, which is all Baldwin County, Alabama. And there's so much opportunity there. People absolutely love um, the, the panhandle of Florida and, and Alabama and man, people are flocking to this state. So, uh, you know, I intend on having at least one, one RV park, uh, deal done, um, you know, 50 plus 50 plus pads or more, um, with some partners here, um, within the next three to six months on the investing side. Um, my number one project is creating a coaching curriculum, um, for ADPI, I want to create the best coaches in our community, the ones who have stood up and said, I want to become a coach. I want to you know, help pay back the ones who have found success in investing and in business while they're active duty or when they're a vet is I'm creating a very robust coaching curriculum um, so they can learn how to how to coach people through a group and through one-on-one. So those are just, you know, a few of mine and it's all about setting those goals, man. And then tracking those goals and having some kind of accountability system in place for those goals too. All right, Tim. Well, I appreciate this time. It's, it's been great having you on the show. I'd like to kind of open up to you to see if you want to share with audience and our listeners can reach you at if they want to get in touch with you. Try to keep it simple. And, and if you, any, any of um, the social platforms, uh, you know, Facebook, I'm, I'm mostly hanging out in our in our active duty passive income uh, group and uh, and obviously the, the multifamily mastermind Facebook group. But uh, on, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram at the Timothy Kelly, um, you know, my my personal website uh, with all the different shenanigans that I'm, I got going on. It's the Timothy Kelly com. If this stuff resonates with you and you're you're kind of just looking for some guidance or whatever, just just shoot me a text message. Um, happy to hop on a call any way I can. I mean, if you're listening to this um, and Adrian's been impacting you, it's that's a huge honor uh, for him. And I'd love to help you out in any way. And uh, you could reach me at area code 847-910-9161. Just shoot me a text and we'll hop on a call. Awesome, Tim. Well, I appreciate you being on the show once again, and uh, we'll have to, you know, have you on in the future. And yeah, thanks again to our listeners. This is the St. Joseph's Capital Show. Thank you for listening to the St. Joseph's Capital Show brought to you by St. Joseph's Capital. St. Joseph's Capital works with investors nationwide investing in real estate while also donating 50% of profits to assist missionaries who are committed to sharing the hope and joy of the gospel with high school and university students around the world. St. Joseph's Capital, creating impact, one investor, one missionary, and one student at a time. Connect with us online at stjosephscapital.com to receive free access to our new seven-day course, an introduction to passive real estate investing, which includes our new book, 13 Advantages of Real Estate Syndications, which you can also receive access for free. This information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only 
It is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent laws that apply to these facts.